Welcome to Speak Up Sister. We are your hosts, Jamie and Jody, and we are advocates for women of Christ discovering and using their voices. We're here to support you in speaking up and making vital contributions in your most crucial conversations. So come on in and take a seat with us. You're in the right place. Hi, friends. Today's show is so good, but it's a really big one because today we're going to be talking about anger. It's complicated, (laughs) right? Our beliefs about anger are complicated uh, primarily because it doesn't seem to really belong anywhere in our lives or in any form. And it makes it a complicated issue that affects our ability as women to take our places at the table and to be heard, to be taken seriously once we do so. Mm -hmm. So my question, Jody, is how much anger did you experience this week in preparing for our anger show? (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, the karma, right? Yeah. So I had a rough week. I had a rough week, just lots of stressors. And yeah, I had I had a misunderstanding with my kids and then with my husband. And before I knew it, a bunch of our big triggers had come up and I lost my temper like I haven't in a really long time. Oh no. Yeah, it was irony. so discouraging. Oh, <laughs> exactly, gosh. exactly. I thought to myself, I am such a poser. No. I'm no. about to go into the studio and record a whole segment about anger and I have nothing to say about it other than I am a pro. Oh, my gosh. oh Jody, I am in the same So how about basket. you? I'm, I mean, oh. I, didn't, I didn't have a blow up, but my husband right now is on the mainland. Mm. We're okay. So we live in Hawaii and my husband's work, he does a lot of traveling. And because of coronavirus, the more he has to travel, the higher his risk is. So we just felt that it was best for him to be there so he can do his traveling from there. And right, um, right. And so he's been gone for five weeks, which, you know, most of the time I handle with with decorum. But oh, it's a long time. It is a long time. And I find that I don't feel angry at him. But sometimes being the one to carry all of this load, I just feel angry about the situation. And when Mm -hmm. I and lately, I've just been I've just been kind of shutting down. I just Mm -hmm. I can carry really heavy loads for a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was born in the year of the ox, (laughs) the Chinese symbol. Oh, of course you were. So I can man just pile it on. I can pull it. Until I can't. Yeah, <laughs> until you can't. Of course. You know, and so, of course. you know, I've had my own just kind of shutting down. Oh, I know this something is not right and I'm feeling it and I'm feeling some anger about it, but I'm yeah. stuffing it. So I get it. Right. I get where you're right. at. That's the go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, sisters, we hope you're seeing that you are not alone in your struggle with this emotion and how it fits or doesn't fit into your life. And here's the thing. We can get into so much trouble with it because we don't understand it, and then we mismanage it. Mm -hmm. So we're about to dig into anger and how important it is to be able to accept it. Okay, so my first question is this. Why, Jody, would we spend an entire podcast on just accepting our anger? (laughs) Is there really enough to talk about? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So accepting anger, just that it is, is completely foundational. Because if you can't accept 
that you have felt anger in the past and that it doesn't make you a bad or broken person. And if you can't accept that you will feel it again in the future and just that doesn't make you a bad or broken person, if you can't just hold that and be okay with it, you won't ever look at it. And if you don't look at it, you can't learn from it. So yeah, let's crack this wide open. Okay. Well, let's be clear, though, for those who are already beginning to feel a little uncomfortable that we are supporting mm. this idea of expression of anger, that it's not mm-hmm. where we're going with this specifically. No. Okay. What we're talking about is feeling anger as one of the many emotions that are part of the human experience. Right. Right. And we have to allow for that because it's just part pretending that we don't feel anger which, you know, I think we all are familiar with what that looks like. We avoid it. We stuff it. We talk ourselves out of it. This can keep us from using our voices about things that really matter. And that is a big problem. In fact, that's where my problem started last weekend. I was doing yard work with the kids, and this is something that we had factored into our plans for the day. I love working in my yard, but occasionally the the to-dos pile up and I just love to get everybody out there helping and but I'm also very careful and very methodical about what I do in general let alone in the yard which tends to be my what is that oh my canvas mm-hmm, yeah so we were all working together and the kids would take on one little piece of a project and then they'd come back and have a question and then they'd need help with something and And Jeff was knocking out a few things, but I spent the whole time not even being able to work on just this one little section that I was trying to do while they were supposedly doing their thing. And after about, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes of this, I just started to wear so thin. And the problem was I didn't come up for air. I didn't just stop and take a look. I kept saying to myself... It's no big deal. You should be grateful for their help. You don't need to criticize what's happening here. But I, it got so bad, I couldn't even think. I couldn't explain to them what needed to happen. It just, as the minutes wore on, it was just growing exponentially in pressure inside oh, my gee. body. Yep. I've been there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. So then it just comes out sideways. Mm-hmm. And... Well, so what that ended up being was a completely missed opportunity for me to slow things down and teach my children and also advocate for myself. Mm, yeah, but that's no easy undertaking. Okay, Culturally, no. <laughs> women are, are discouraged from expressing anger at all. I mean, because we're supposed to oh, be all yeah. things absolutely sweet and peaceable. I know right? it. <laughs> the pressure. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, yeah. I can't even begin to express the the angry reaction <laughs> when I feel like right, the right. pressure yeah. of having to not mm-hmm. be angry. I know. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good anyway. Point. Well, let's go. Let's go through some of our beliefs about anger because I want to challenge some of these beliefs today. Yeah, yeah. Because one in particular for me that anger is by nature bad. It's an enemy. It's a right. monster, and mm-hmm. we cannot allow it. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also that feeling anger is the same as acting in anger. Oh, right. Well, if you felt it, you're already there. (laughs) 
right? So mm-hmm. for tallying right, up the, the good and the bad, mm-hmm. for the, you know, yeah, right. Oh. The angels in heaven who know all things. Oh, you felt it. <laughs> we oh, know. You felt it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um, well, not only that, but there's that little voice in my head, you know, that I'm asking, what would the Savior do? Well, certainly well, he sure. wouldn't get angry. <laughs> right. Right. I know your own just genuine desires to be connected mm-hmm. to that type of light and goodness and wisdom, even mm-hmm. in difficult moments. If I were right. that person, then I would mm-hmm. know and I would, I would be different somehow, even in the tough mm-hmm. things. Right. I know. Yes, um, but so then, true. you know, we, that can then push us to a belief that God will reject us if we are feeling this anger. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because if we were this right. beautiful person of light, then we wouldn't have that darkness. And therefore, there's right. some type of rejection there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another big one is this belief that anger is unfeminine. Oh, absolutely. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you a crazy thing to try. And friends, I hope that you'll do this at home. Just open up your Google search bar and type in angry man and pull it up and you'll get an assortment of images, most of which show a very accurate and strong portrayal of anger. And we know it when we see it. And then I want you to type in angry woman. Oh, and I think you will be shocked at the various caricatures of anger that these images portray in women. There are some, but not many of women who are showing anger as it really is. They just look kind of comical. And it's that to me is feels very stifling. You know, someone like a straight jacket that in our culture, a woman does not, is not approved of if she shows genuine anger. Oh my gosh. Jody, I just did this. And there's, there's an mm, image crazy. of a woman, her hair is sticking straight up. <laughs> there's another I with know. a knife. I mean, you're right. Yeah. It just looks almost unreal. Uh-huh. Right. Oh. I know. It's absurd. It is absurd. Good grief. It's telling. It's very telling. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels discouraging, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, another belief, though, is that our anger is by nature out of control. And I, I think that's what some of these images even are uh, showing. Yes. That it's, if a woman is angry, mm-hmm. that equals something that's not in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that's, yeah, unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is that fear because anger is strong. It is that strong mm-hmm. and it can be that destructive. Yep. Now, here's one that I think is important, but it's a little bit of a twist. Even though I have a tendency to buy into the belief that anger is by nature bad. I still sometimes find myself believing that I won't get heard unless I get angry. Mm, Yeah, this one, that's probably my favorite belief. I will Mm -hmm. not be heard. And I will say, and and we'll talk about this in more detail, but I have tried good, kind ways to get information Mm -hmm. across and found Mm -hmm. it discounted or ignored completely. And Mm -hmm. so... I do. I have internalized a really strong belief that I will not be heard if I don't get angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, talk about two hands tied behind our back right. on this one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That makes me angry. 
<laughs> okay, let's bring it on. Okay, let's just talk this through because we yeah. have we have found some really good ways, you and I, to work through this. Yes. And it's not all all this sadness or frustration. There there no. are some <laughs> real ways to feel anger, to understand it, yeah. and to express it in ways that mm-hmm. similar to the way God does. And so we'll talk about that. Uh, yes. But before, yeah. what there are some consequences of these types of beliefs. And and even if we think in our minds, you know what? I am just going to to just push this down. I am not mm-hmm. going to let this come to my surface. I have a great personal self-control and I can sure. manage this. There mm-hmm. are still consequences of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of which is you cannot hide it. It comes out sideways, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Even up against our best intentions and efforts. Right. We cannot hide it. It just, it leaks, it spills, and sometimes it explodes. And it's not just about the anger itself. It doesn't even necessarily come out in in yelling or harshness or intensity. It can come out oh, no. in our avoidance of relationships. It can come out in mm-hmm. in our silence. It comes out mm-hmm. in our withdrawal of love for the people that right. are put in our path by the Savior for us to love. That mm-hmm. we can't have that for them because there is something inside blocking that. So when we right. say it comes out sideways, it can it affects more than what we can see mm-hmm. and, and in deeper mm-hmm. levels. Yes. And whether it comes out loud and scary or silent, mm-hmm. it affects our ability to communicate clearly and be effective. Right. And that's what we really want. And to connect. Oh, yes. Because we just Yeah, absolutely. Want Genuinely, to be able to connect with others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another consequence yes. is that we can pretend not to feel it, but when we do that, it doesn't normalize. We it ends up getting perpetuated. So more right. than it just coming out sideways, it can also grow. Mm-hmm. It extends to this relationship or that interaction. Our self concept is altered. When these things happen, mm-hmm. and then in similar situations, mm-hmm. we behave in different ways that, are, that may or may not be as productive for those mm-hmm. types of genuine connected relationships that we desire. Right, right. Well, along the same lines of connection too, believing that something is wrong with anger also pushes us to reject each other oh, for saying that we're angry or implying that we're angry or doing something that communicates anger. We sometimes we can be so harsh on each other about that. Well, it's it's crazy, Jody. I had an experience years ago with a a woman who who had said some unkind things about somebody else but could tell that in her anger and frustration, I was worried that too deep a connection with her meant that she would someday talk about me that way, right? So there was Mm. kind of Mm -hmm. this internal dialogue about what was going on. And she Mm -hmm. invited, it was a family member, a cousin or sister-in-law or somebody. And I could not, with my open heart, love her sister-in-law because I Mm. felt immediately there is going to be, you know, whatever their connection is, it will automatically exclude me because I have seen her in this and I justified mm. in myself a rejection mm. of that connection 
because I made wow. certain assumptions about her anger, mm-hmm. which had probably yeah. had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it just right. had everything to do with my own internalization. But for me, mm-hmm. I do believe strongly that we, we, to be human is to be addressed by the needs of others at any given time. And when we put mm. ourselves or the nature of our frustration or our anger or whatever puts us in a situation to shut down that calling out from another person, mm. oh. then we stop our progress. Yeah, we miss. Oh, We just stop wow. progressing in that thing in that moment. Yeah. And for women, we love to progress. <laughs> We want to progress. Oh like my it's everything we're doing is finding and seeking and, and creating and building. Yes. And to stop our progression in those ways, that is an unintended mm-hmm. consequence of our mm-hmm. anger and, and an unrecognition of what its role is in our life and relationships. Mm-hmm. Well said. I want to add that one of the consequences of holding anger in, whether it comes out big or just ekes out small, is that it can do damage, that it, it can be destructive. It can be very destructive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be self-destructive. And self I think that's destructive. part of the catch. It can be other destructive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And right. I've, I've had all those affects, experiences. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You just say that word destructive. Like, yep. 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 We have <laughs> anger, destruction. Got it. Yes. Right. Know that it. too oh, well. Gosh. <laughs> Sometimes, too, one of the consequences we need to be aware of is the important things that we notice, they don't get brought up because we discount our strong feelings and our feelings about mm-hmm. our strong feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm angry about this or this isn't right. And something that could be changed or a path that could be altered isn't because we don't bring those up because of all of the confusion and mist around anger. I just feel like it's a crazy obscuring force in in my life to have feelings that I can't get clear on. Yes. Right. Right. That is an important part of our work and our growth. So this is the message. You can accept your anger. And this is why. It is simply a feeling. And feelings are an important part of our human experience. And we tend to really embrace the light and positive feelings, the happiness, the joy, the excitement, all of those. We, may, we think that we make room for those while we kind of shut out the hard ones, including anger. But there is a truth here that if we don't allow anger to be what it is, which is just a feeling that informs our human experience, then we limit our ability to feel the joy. Um, That's so true. It makes as much sense to tell yourself that you shouldn't feel cold <laughs> right? as it does to tell yourself that you shouldn't feel angry. Yeah. But we know this comes from an honest place because we are cautioned in the scriptures about being quick to anger. Mm-hmm about being angry without a cause, mm-hmm. about contending with anger. Right. And those are all important, but they're also easy to misunderstand. Yes, right. There's nowhere in the scriptures that we are told that we cannot feel anger. Everything in the scriptures right. is centered around the self-mastery portion. Yes. The, and the awareness of it. 
But there's Mm -hmm. this absolutely Mm -hmm. beautiful example of the Savior, Jesus Christ, feeling anger. And this is in Mark chapter 3, verse 5. And I give you the reference for those of you who want to check it out because it's so enlightening. Mm -hmm. And he looked around about on them with anger. Okay, so here's the Savior. He looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts. And then he heals a man with a withered hand. <laughs> Immediately. Now, right. it's, not, it's not several verses later. It's, it's no. an immediate response. And, and I think it's just a beautiful example that the Lord still healed even in or possibly directly after his anger. The, the feeling of this anger and the clarity about their hearts are so hard in this thing. They are not understanding. Mm-hmm. They can't see what I'm trying to teach. Mm-hmm. But it did not diminish his power, his power in the priesthood for healing, his power mm. of compassion wow. and awareness of what was going on with those people, all with right. the anger that he had in that moment. And I think this is a profound an important way to understand our own anger. Okay, here's another reference for you. Yes. Let's look at Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verse 21. And this is just an explanation, but against none is his wrath kindled, save those who confess not his hand in all things. So we know that the God we believe in experiences anger. Now, in this case, those who are not grateful, and, and we've talked about this in many church meetings, we need to up our Thanksgiving gene, but this is part of his experience. And knowing what to do with his anger is part of becoming a God. He is clear about who he is and why. And so, so is the Savior in this. Yes, yes. Now, I'm going to bring up another reference because to me, this is the one that is the most misunderstood and that I have spent most of my life misunderstanding. It's in 3 Nephi chapter 12, verse 22. And it reads, But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother, and in the Bible version, it adds without a cause, Mm -hmm. shall be in danger of his judgment. And whosoever shall say unto his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. And whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, if you are angry, you are culpable. But there is some fascinating context here that is so important. The Greek word that is translated for anger in this context is a word that is stronger than anger. And it the connotation is empty and worthless. Oh, and then go ahead. Meaning that if we say to your brother, you are empty, you are worthless. Is that where you're going? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That if you, if that is the feeling that you are bringing, then that is what is not okay. And also the word raka that's in this same verse, it is an expression of indignation, of contempt, and it's derived from the root word, which means to split. Oh, so geez. it's coming to your brother with the intent to divide. Right. right. Like maybe even a winner and a loser. And you can bet the loser is not going to be me. Right. <laughs> right. Well, no. 
Right. <laughs> and so Indignation, that anger. Contempt. Right. Contempt. I mean, that's some really strong. They are strong. Anger there. Yes. But if we back it up to Mark 3 again, the Savior was not exhibiting contempt. Right. He was exhibiting anger and grieved for the hardness of their hearts. So those are different. And I think that that's so important that what Third Nephi teaches us, this new enlightened way of understanding things that's not the law of Moses anymore, is that it is not okay to bring contempt to your relationships. Yes. And I think we can live with that. Mm -hmm. We can learn how to do that. Right. Because if it's gone as far as contempt, Mm -hmm. then that can shift. Yeah. And 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 uh, yes, our focus can then become on that aspect of our anger, which right. for most people mm-hmm. it just isn't that. Right, right. Anger does tell us something important. It's a signal, and it's something mm-hmm. that we need to acknowledge and pay attention to, so that we can learn what exactly it is trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love this concept. And the seed for this idea was planted in me years ago, probably when my oldest children were just maybe two and three. And it comes from a book by Christiane Northrup called Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. Love that book. And she teaches this beautiful concept that a woman's menstrual cycle, there is wisdom in the cycle. Mm Mm-hmm. And that the phase of the cycle after ovulation, this is a quote from her, it's an evaluative and reflective time in which our bodies look back upon what is created and on the negative or difficult aspects of our lives that need to be changed or adjusted. Mm, That's so beautiful. And it is. Understanding that for the first time, that I could be looking back on some negative experiences and understand that something needs to be changed or adjusted. Yep. Gave me a shred of confidence earlier on that I could take those difficult feelings seriously. Because up until that point, I would do what I saw friends do and what I saw in the media, which was, oh yeah, we'll just dismiss that because that's just a PMS thing and that means nothing. Mm. But what this says... What Dr. Northrup says is that means everything. That is very important. It's extremely important. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't even touched yet upon a consequence of our anger that can come through us physically, not in what comes out oh. of our mouth, but how oh. our bodies are responding, our, Respond. our anxiety oh. levels, our depression, mm-hmm. weight gain or loss aches, Mm -hmm. pains, things that go on at the cellular level when these types of emotions are not, like she said, evaluated and reflected upon, looking upon what are the negative or difficult aspects of our lives. And I'm going to add another here. Harriet Lerner, one of my favorites Mm. and yours, Mm -hmm. who wrote the fantastic book, The Dance of Anger. And she says this, Our anger may be a message that we are being hurt, that our rights are being violated, that our needs or wants are not adequately being met, or simply that something is not right. And I'm just going to say this. 
before I continue with her quote, it's okay to just understand that something is not right. Yes. Even if we're not fully clear on what isn't Mm -hmm. right, it is enough to say, I feel angry about something. Something is not right. (laughs) Right. Okay. She continues here. Our anger may tell us that we're not addressing important emotional issues in our lives or that too much of ourself, our beliefs, values, desires, or ambitions is being compromised in a relationship. And it may be a signal that we're doing more or giving more than we can comfortably do or give. And it may warn us that others are doing too much for us at the expense of our own competence and growth. Mm. Just as physical pain tells us to take our hand off the hot stove, the pain of our anger preserves the very integrity of our self. And I love that. I feel like that for me was the clarifying point of having angry feelings for me. Because knowing in a moment that I am angry means I am preserving my integrity Mm -hmm. because something is not right. Now, these are lots of things. It may be this. It may be that. We may be feeling this. And that in itself may feel overwhelming. But as we get clear on even small things, other things begin to illuminate. And this process is exponential in its clarifying and clearing out, which we'll talk about in more depth in another podcast, but that it's Mm -hmm. okay that it could be lots of reasons and lots of different things. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. just a little bit of clarity will take us, will illuminate the path for a long way. Yes. Oh, so well said, Jamie. So when you understand that anger is not only okay, but it's important and it's informative and that it can help preserve your integrity, then you can take it to the Lord and discover that he accepts you Mm -hmm. with your anger. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that he will help you learn from it and teach you how to honor your integrity so you don't have to indulge in it. Right. In the negative consequences of the anger. Right. Just in Mm -hmm. the feeling itself, the clarity that can come or the clarity that you can develop, all of those things. And Jody, I will... I'm going to echo this, that you can take it to the Lord and discover that he will accept you. I want to say that for me, that was an extremely defining time in my relationship with the Lord, was when I was so overwhelmed with things in my relationships, in my environment, that all I had was anger. Mm -hmm. And if I was going to come to him, that's just all I could bring. And to discover in those times that there was still love and acceptance for me was I know, incredible. I mean, that is still at the core for me, that I, I know that I could never be so ugly, so horrible in what I bring, right. that it wouldn't be okay. That he wouldn't be there. Right. And that just like the right. Savior's example, mm-hmm. you're never so <laughs> ugly or broken that you yeah. can't still feel the measure of your creation in this process. Right. Right. He doesn't need us to try to patch ourselves up to come. 
I know. He just wants us to bring who we are and what we have so that he can work with us to patch us up. Yep. And it is this podcast that says that you can do it in your anger. Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. So that said, there's a beautiful proverb in the Old Testament that I feel is a great kind of summing up for what we've been talking about today. And it says this, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he that ruleth Mm. his spirit than he that taketh a city. So Hmm. we do know that being slow to anger, being willing to slow ourselves and get Mm -hmm. clear on what is happening, not that the anger is bad, but to clarify what is going on for us, that is when we rule our cities. That is when we take control of our personal empires and we stand with straighter backs and lifted Mm -hmm. chins. We are not beaten down anymore. And so next time, tune in because we're going to talk about ways to do this, to rule our spirits, to look at anger, to get clarity from it and rule it so that we can be effective and powerful in the way that the Lord needs and desires us to be. Yes, looking forward to next time. And friends, we hope that you'll join us. We're so glad you were here with us today. And we hope you'll be here with us next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.